As the high school football season rolls on, we've got you covered. It's on the way. It's high enough. It's long enough. It's good. It's oh, my good. goodness. It's good. They win it. They win it. Are you kidding me? What a game. Woo! This is Next Round Preps on the Double Down Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, John Lunsford and Jerry Young. And welcome into another week of Next Round Preps right here on the Double Down Podcast Network and nextroundlive.com. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here with you as we are now in week eight of the high school football season, the ninth overall week. This past week, we uh, got a few more answers when it comes to where teens will fall within their region and what seed they could potentially get. We locked up a few seeds for the first time, but uh, we'll kind of look at that as we go forward and look at the games coming up this week and how they could potentially impact the uh, playoffs and seeding and everything. But we did have a few seeds locked up this past week. Helena, the first one I, I know of in the upper classification, they locked up the top seed down there in 6A region, three pellets. Pelham locking up the second seed because of that. Central Phoenix City also locking up the region title in 7A. We'll get to those games that they played here uh, coming up in just a second. We'll start down in Class 5A, though. A game uh, you had marked and a team we're really paying close attention to, and that would be the Leeds Green Wave, as they are currently 5-0 in region play after beating St. Clair County last week. 42-14. Jerry Hood has his team looking really, really good, but in the final week of region play, not this week, but next week, they got to play Alexandria and that's going to be a totally different ballgame. Absolutely. Leeds beat St. Clair County 42-12 to this past week. Of course, we expected that. St. Clair County actually 0-6, now 0-7 on the year. So not much of a game there. In 6A Region 1, uh, Sarah Land rose big 27-3 over Gus Shores. We had that game down because of such playoff implications there, but we know Sarah Land's good this year. You mentioned Helena. Man, what a job they did over Calera. 31-21. Calera played their hearts out, but uh, Richie Busby has the Huskies at you know five and zero in region play, the best start they've ever had since Helena became a school. So we'll see uh, if they can keep rolling as well. Yeah, Region 5 in 6A as we kind of head to the north half of things. Chelsea and Huffman played this past week a seven-point game for Chelsea. They went 41-34 over the Vikings. Huffman not going to make the playoffs. However, Chelsea fighting, scratching, clawing, trying to get in the playoffs if at all possible because Shades Valley – Got an upset win over Homewood, 10-8. to Ruben Nelson, he just has Homewood's number. When he came into Ramsey, turned that program around, he was taking down Homewood when they were in the same uh, 6A region. Obviously, Ramsey dropped down to 5A. He's left, comes to Shades Valley. And now that region, with Mountain Brook getting a win over Briarwood on Thursday last week, that region, Shades Valley, they're 2-5 and five overall. They're 1-5 and five coming into that game. And now all of a sudden they're sitting at a potential win over Chelsea away from a third seed. And they can get him with a losing record and have a third seed for the second year in a row. How does that leave Homewood, John? I hadn't looked at the bracket with them, but even with that loss, they're still okay in the playoffs, aren't they? So right now, Mount Brook is first at four and zero. They still have to play Homewood uh, coming up, and you know that'll. I, I'm I know I'm a homer, but uh, that's a Mountain Brook win in my opinion. Briarwood, they're at second at four and one after losing to Mountain Brook. Homewood's at third, uh, three and one right now because it's an odd team region. The the records are a little off. Um, Shades Valley, they're fourth at two and two. Chelsea, they're tied for fourth as well at two and two. It, it all depends on what happens with Shades Valley and Chelsea um, because if Homewood loses out there's a potential for a three-way tie even um, you know with those teams so Homewood is not 100% safe Homewood is fairly safe but I do kind of a confidence rating on where I think 
you know, teams will fall? Am I, do I have high confidence that this team will ultimately end up where I have them right now? Do I have medium confidence or do I have very low confidence? And Homewood Shades Valley, Chelsea, all have as low confidence because the loser of that three-way battle is out of the playoffs. If they're all in the playoffs, I might put a little more medium confidence and, and kind of, you know, say, look, they're at least going to make the playoffs. We'll see where they ultimately are seated. But Chelsea right now I have out. I think if Shades Valley gets the win over Chelsea, they'll be in and Chelsea will drop out because they Homewood has the head-to-head over them, even if Homewood does drop to fourth. But as of right now, Homewood third, but could potentially drop to fourth. And depending on what happens, could potentially drop out. 6A Region 6, Clay Chalkville all over more than majority last week. 58-9, to nine, and we look ahead a little bit with Clay Chalkville. you got to feel that they're going to take care of business against Pinson Valley, although that game is always a rivalry. It seems to be always close no matter where each team stands. And then they're going to finish up with Huffman and Oak Mountain. So that's a game that I'm really looking forward to see, even though it's not till the 28th day of the month, uh, the very last Friday of regular season. I can't wait to see that game. We're going to talk more about that one next week. Moving on to 7A Region 2, Central Phoenix City beat Prattville 42-21. Many people across the state thought that Prattville might be the one that knocks off Central this year, uh, but not they could not do it. Central goes to 8-0. Prattville drops to 5-3. Uh, Prattville just not quite good enough yet to get in the upper echelon of 7A. Yeah, Prattville, they're going to be the three seed as of right now. Most likely going to finish there over Enterprise in the fourth spot. Central did lock up the region with that win. No matter what happens in their final game, they're going to be first place. So they're going to be the first region champion in Class 7A. Auburn will be that second team most likely. Um, but they still have to win out to be safe. Enterprise is at 2-2. Two and two. That's kind of the question mark with this region. We know Central, Auburn, Prattville, and I don't think any shock really that Central, Auburn, and Prattville are the top three teams in some order. But Enterprise, Jeff Davis, and Dothan all technically still fighting for that final spot in Region 2. In 7A Region 3, this was a game that I said, you know, careful. You love to say careful whenever we're playing cards together. Well, uh, careful, Hugh Trussell. I thought Vestavia had a chance to go in there and do something special, and it took a couple pick sixes towards the end of the game for Hewitt Trussell to uh, end up winning that one 49-35. But as we were doing the Thompson game, I read the scores off and that score was close the entire game. And Vestavia was up at one point late in the game and uh, couldn't quite pull it off, so that'll knock Vestavia where they can't make any kind of miraculous run at the end of the season. But it makes people question Hewitt Trustville because they still got to play Gaston City this week. They still got to play Oak Mountain next week. We'll see what Oak Mountain has against Thompson. We'll preview that in a second. But Hewitt Trustville, they're just barely hanging on to that fourth spot right now. You know what's so weird about that game? Last year, Hewitt Trustville won at 42-35. to This year, they win at 49-35. But... You know, Vestavia still holds the overall lead in this series. Vestavia's won 13 and only lost four. So if you look at Vestavia, you and I both know Vestavia's going to come back strong. They're going to be good next year. I'm really anxious to see, not looking all the way ahead for 365 days. That's going to be a great ball game to look to. 7A Region 3, Oak Mountain. Only reason we put them on there to look at, just to make sure they didn't trip up or do something stupid, which they didn't. They beat Tuscaloosa County 47 to three i believe was the final score there so the game that we looked at the rivalry game could spain park pull a miracle out of the hat over hoover no way hoover continues to roll eight no on the year they beat spain park 52 to 10 and then of course our game thompson taking on gaston city 41 to 7 the warriors win that one gaston city kind of got a, a weird random touchdown there towards the end of the game on a muffed punt that they picked up and scored a couple plays later but the way this, this bracket's shaking out gaston city still technically has a chance they were five and two coming into that game against thompson uh two and two in region now they lose a third game they're two and three but 
Hewitt Trussell's three and two. So they play Gaston City. Gaston City, they were ahead against Hoover at halftime. They lost Oak Mountain 17 to seven. They lost bad to Thompson, but at times they showed a little something here and there that they at least had, you know, some talent on that team. They have a chance if they upset Hewitt Trustville to be the fourth seed in this region, whereas people thought Hewitt Trustville would be the third seed in this region. The way Oak Mountain's been playing, um, you know, Oak Mountain they had they had kind of the easy game last week against Tuscaloosa County, and you know it's it's funny. Um, I've been looking back to see where teams were. If you go back to the very first year of seven A. The very first year of 7A, Oak Mountain was a 2C, Tuscaloosa County was a 3C, Thompson was the, the last seed at 0-10. My how things have changed with Tuscaloosa County not even close to the playoffs and uh, pretty much losing every game, and Thompson now the top team. But, you know, we're all kind of down to Thompson and Hoover, but coming up this week with Hewitt Trustful Gatson City, Thompson and Oak Mountain, Hoover gets the cakewalk with Tuscaloosa County this week. There's a lot of interesting games that I know we've all been waiting for that final week. But there's a lot that can happen this week to totally change what could potentially happen in that final week. When we get back, we'll look ahead to all those final games. We'll take a look at those. And uh, Thompson taking on Oak Mountain, our big game coming up this week that we'll call. But a lot of big games across the state, every single classification, and a lot of uh, bracket seeds at play this week in region play. We'll be right back here on Next Round Prep. Albritton and Artavino Family Dentistry, we know how valuable your time is. So if it's a crown you need, let us take care of it with our same-day crown service. We have the latest technology allowing us to build your custom crown right here in our office while you wait. Albritton and Artavino Family Dentistry is here to serve you. Albritton and Artavino are easy to find. Exit 238, that's the Alabaster exit, next door to American Family Care, or call them at 205-664-7610. Hey everyone, this is Chris Stewart, and I want to tell you about a show I'm proud to be a part of, spotlighting Alabama high school athletes. It's called High School Sports Weekly, presented by OS1 Sports Injury Clinic, and it can be found on Facebook Watch as well as YouTube. We release videos each month spotlighting athletes that have unique stories of triumph and perseverance, as well as coaches, family members, and teachers that have helped them along the way. We also spend time meeting players and coaches of all sports throughout the entire school year. So be sure to follow us on Facebook or just Google High School Sports Weekly to watch these amazing stories. That's High School Sports Weekly presented by OS1 Sports Injury Clinic. And welcome back in here to Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here with you as we are previewing week eight of the high school football season, the ninth overall week, but week eight on the schedule according to the AHSAA. Two more weeks of region play for every region except 7A Region 1. They'll have to play all the way through the end of the season with that nine-team region, but uh, we're wrapping things up. I'm already writing the word locked down next to teams on my bracketology, but this is a huge, huge week when it comes to seeding, when it comes to locking up other seeds um, and region time. We'll have way more region title winners after this week. But we're going to start in Class 5A and go to Region 6, a region we talked about previewing. Uh, or re- reviewing all the games. Leeds, they beat St. Clair County last week. But Leeds, they have corner coming up corner a team that was fighting for a playoff spot and they lost that chance to potentially get a playoff spot moody center point lincoln those are the three teams kind of fighting there even the corner record wise is still in it they're not going to be able to work their way in leads they need to get this win though because they have to win this 
before they play Alexandria to potentially win that region title. Yeah, and this gives this would give Leeds home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So that's why this game's so big. Not because the records are so wopsided, but Corner could play a big spoiler in this. Staying in 6A Region 4, another rivalry game. Hueytown against McAdory. Both of these teams very evenly match. Similar records on the year. Hueytown at 6-1, McAdory at 6-2. McAdory lost last week to Hillcrest Tuscaloosa 30-5. to So that's uh, uh, an, an interesting thing there to look at. But Hueytown came back and beat Northridge in a game that I can't even imagine trying to call. Final score 75 to 55. I'd need oxygen, John. Yeah, no no doubt. The way you get excited for touchdowns, that's a lot of touchdowns in that game. Those are going to most likely be your four uh, playoff teams, though, with Hueytown right now unbeaten in region play. Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa, like you mentioned, uh, they beat McAdory, so they're ahead of McAdory. They've lost to um, Hueytown so far. That's their one loss. So they're at second at 3-1. and one. McAdory's third at 3-1. and one. Northridge is fourth at 3-2. and two. Paul Brian has a very, very, and I mean very tiny outside chance of making it, but they have to beat Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa, and Hueytown in their next two games. But McAdory, Hillcrest, you mentioned that kind of being a surprising uh, result, Hillcrest winning that 30-5. to I just go to my former team, Homewood. They played Hillcrest the first week of the season, beat them by three, played McAdory a couple weeks later, lost by like 30 points. But yet Hillcrest is the one that ends up getting the win here. So Hillcrest, as long as they win out, um, could potentially have that home game and have that second seed. But Hueytown has to be McAdory to try and lock up the region title. Let's move to my alma mater with the Homewood Patriots. They're taking on Mountain Brook this week. Mountain Brook beat Briarwood last week. They get Homewood this week. If they win this, they'll lock up the region title. Um, not really a shock. I still consider them a 7A Region 3 team for the most part. I know the one uh, – or they played two 7A Region 3 teams. The one playoff team they played was Thompson. They lost 50 you want to nothing but mountain brook a strong team and i expect them to make a little bit of a run this year in the playoffs as well yeah i would i know you would say that and i would too and i think mountain brook right now has to be the class of that i was a little bit shocked that briarwood didn't score against mountain brook you know thompson goes up there and hangs 51 on them next week they they let mountain brook put 14 up but then their offense doesn't score that was a very surprise to me it's re- uh, 6A Region 6, Jackson Olin is 6-1. and one. They could play spoiler. They're at Gardendale 5-2. and two. Jackson Olin has never beaten Gardendale. This could be the year for it. Jackson Olin's been kind of a sneaky team this season. Their only loss is to Clay Chaltville, who is the number one team in the state. And I, would, I, I say it every week to – I know people from Clay. Obviously, we have plenty of connections with Thompson. I would love to watch Clay and Thompson play a game. I know there's two different classifications. That, that game won't happen. But I would love to watch a game between those two number one teams from 6A and 7A. But um, Jackson Olin, that's their only loss so far, is to that Clay team. J.O. is the second seed. They beat Pinson Valley, who's beaten Gardendale. I expect J.O. to get this win. Gardendale needs to try to get this win to avoid a team like Mortimer Jordan potentially moving up and actually having a chance to make the playoffs. They get Jasper this week. If they beat Jasper, then they're going to have a chance to uh, move up into that fourth spot if they beat Gardendale, and Gardendale could potentially miss the playoffs. We went from them competing for a region title at the beginning of the season to potentially missing the playoffs. But Clay Chalville and Pinson Valley, that's the big rivalry game there. You mentioned earlier how big of a rivalry it is. I've had Clay Chalville people say, hey, you know, is this, a, this is a game we should be able to win, right? And I say, yes, you're going to wipe the floor with Pinson Valley. I know it's a rivalry game, but you know what? Sometimes the Iron Bowl is not that close either. Yeah, I know. And I, I find it interesting you said that because I think it's going to be closer than that. I don't know why this game seems to be – you know, I look at down South Florida. There's T.R. Miller and W.S. Neal. They play each other in the Battle of Murder Creek every year. And 
W.S. Neal some years can have no wins and six losses, and they come into this game, and T.R. Miller, the winningest program in the state, they you expect, and it'll be a three-point game or a six-point game. I don't know what it is. It's, you know, some kind of voodoo or something, but I look for that to be a close game. Let's move to 7A Region 2, Central Phoenix City, playing Dothan High. Uh, of course, Central Phoenix City will be undefeated in the regular season. They're going to wipe the floor with Dothan High, but you never can tell. Some of these teams can be a spoiler. I don't think Dothan will be the spoiler for Central. Dothan can't, has a chance to make the playoffs still. They're 1-3 right now. They're tied with Jeff Davis in that fifth spot at 1-3. and three. Enterprise is 2-2, two and two, but if Enterprise – they still have Auburn on the schedule, so if you mark that as a loss, they have Jeff Davis. If Jeff Davis gets that win and Dothan gets a win, you could have them all sitting there um, at two and three in this region, and then uh, you're all sitting in this wild tiebreaker potentially, depending on what happens. But Dothan has a chance to, you know, I mean, it's not going to happen. But if they beat Central, they still could work their way into an easy playoff spot. But we'll see what happens with that one. You at Trustful Gadsden City, this is one that I think a lot of people may not be paying attention to because you do have. Uh, you know, Thompson O Mountain this week, you have Thompson Hoover next week, you have Hewitt Trustful and O Mountain next week. But Hewitt Trustful, Gadsden City, I'm telling you, they have to go to Gadsden. That's a game they got a little more used to when they were in Region 4 and had to travel up to, you know, Madison and those Huntsville area schools a lot. But Gadsden City, I'm telling you, watch out. We've seen both of them. The scores were fairly similar. One was 41 7, one was 42 9. Very similar scores. Really good athletes on both teams. I think Gaston City gets the upset here and beats you at Trussville and knocks them out of the playoffs. I, you know, John, if you hadn't said that, I was going to be right behind you. I do, too. I've seen both teams. I really believe Gaston City is a much better team than they get credit for. We'll see how that works out. I wrote down here 7A Region 3 Hoover at Tuscaloosa. I don't even know why. We'll just go, on and go with that one because Tuscaloosa County uh, – I'll be honest with you. I think right now Hoover could play their fourth string and take care of them. That's just a no-brainer game. 7A Region 3 now, staying in that. Spain Park, 1-6. At Vestavia Hills, 1-6. So, Spain Park, John, has scored 109 points on the year. Vestavia scored 122 points on the year. I look at this game as going to be a real good ball game. It's going to be a closer ball game than we've seen with those teams when they've played Hoover, when they've played Thompson, when they've played some of these better teams. But that Hewitt Trustville game shows me that my hunch about Vestavia was right because when we went to do the Thompson Vestavia game a couple weeks ago, ends up being, what was it, 49 to 7. So a 42 point win, that's a blowout. Thompson's blown everybody out this season. Big shock. But I could see little nuggets here, little nuggets there of Sean Calhoun's offense finally coming together. And you're replacing a 43-year head coach in Buddy Anderson, a guy who's done it the same way forever, uh, a guy who had the same defensive coordinator for like 30-something of those years. I mean, a guy who just played by the same book for, I mean, longer than I've even been alive. And you're having to completely change that now. And I get that. I never expected Vestavia to say, oh, they got some new hotshot coach. He's going to come in and they're going to all of a sudden be competing for a playoff spot. I never expected that. But against that, against Thompson in that game, the best team in the state, one of the best teams in the nation, I saw little pieces here and there. I think Vestavia wins this game, and I think Vestavia wins this game easy enough. Now, they're not going to blow them out 50 to nothing like they did against, in their one win against Tuscaloosa County. But that game gets you a trustful, let me know that they're going to be able to put up more points on the board than they did early on because uh, they had three against Mountain Brook, seven against Homewood, six against Hoover, 14 against Oak Mountain, but then 50 against Tuscaloosa County, 35 against Hewitt Trustville, and then they, they were held by Thompson, but literally every team has been held by Thompson 200 double digits. So I think Vestavia wins this game easy enough. I'd say it's a Vestavia by 20 
kind of game, which I don't know if that constitutes a blowout or not in your mind, but I think that Savior's kind of finally figuring things out, and I, I can't wait to watch them next season. All right, game that everybody's going to be watching around the state. Oak Mountain travels to Thompson. John and I will have the play the call there for you on the Warrior Nation Network on Friday night if you'd like to tune in. Thompson, ranked number one in the state, number four in the country, 8-0. Welcoming in uh, Oak Mountain. Now, you just mentioned that Vestavia had a new coach after Buddy Anderson left for so many years. Tyler Crane comes in. Not near the the length did was Chris Bell there, but Chris Bell had built a program and a different offense. He liked to run more of a veer type offense. Tyler Crane likes to spread it out a little bit. Will that give the Thompson defense trouble this week? I think this will be the closest game Thompson's had so far. That's not necessarily any you know earth shattering, groundbreaking statement because every game's been a blowout. But seeing Oak Mountain this season, seeing the way their defense is played, they gave up 28 to Hoover. They gave up 19 to Chelsea at the beginning of the season, which they let them have 13 first half points and then held them to six as they rolled back and or came back and won 46-19. They gave up 14 to Vestavia, like I said, an offense who was kind of finding their way about halfway through the season. And they've had everybody else to, you know, one score or less. They're not holding Thompson to one score or less, obviously. But I think this is a game that Thompson maybe scores under 40 for the first time. Thompson gives up double digits for the first time that Thompson doesn't lose this game. And once again, very homer pick since we're the broadcast team for Thompson. But this is a game that if it's, I don't know, 35 to 17, 35 to 20 or 24 or something like that, I could totally see that being the case in this game because Hoover is coming up next week. It's you know, we talk about are they overlooking, you know, before Hewitt Trustful, are they overlooking, uh, who was it, Spain Park that they played before that, you know, didn't happen. Are they overlooking, you know, somebody before they played Mountain Brook, not necessarily happening. But this is two major games back-to-back that they have. Now, Old Mountain has Hewitt Trustful after this, so they have two major games too because that Hewitt Trustful game could be for a higher playoff seed. But I just think Oak Mountain has the ability to slow Thompson down a little, just a little bit. Oakman has the ability to score points just a little bit to where it's somewhat of a competitive game, but Thompson still wins. All right, here's the facts, John. Thompson averages 50 points per game. They've already scored 400 points, and they average giving up three points a game, only giving up 26 points on the year. The defense for Thompson has scored more points than they have given up this year. That's a miraculous statement to make. Oak Mountain comes in averaging 30 points a game. They scored 211. Oak Mountain gives up 11 points a game. I think the Thompson defense is going to be the difference in this game. I agree with you. I would not be surprised if Oak Mountain doesn't hang bigger numbers than has been hung against Thompson this year. But I think the pure athleticism on the field, the number of players that Thompson has, and the depth that they have – Getting into the fourth quarter, I expect Thompson to pull away in the fourth quarter. I'm going to go with like a 35-17 score in this, but it is more of pulling away late in the game to start the second half. There's been a couple games this season that in the first half it's been a little slow. Mountain Brook started a little slow. Hewitt Trussell started a little slow. But that for the, the beginning of the second half, there's a pick six, and then there's another touchdown really fast. And next thing you know, it's 14 points before he can even blink, and Thompson then has turned into a blowout. I think that's the same thing that's going to happen this week uh, as they take on Oak Mountain. 
Our friend Ben Thomas with AL.com covers high school sports all around the state, out of Mobile, really. But he put it together an opinion piece this week that was just released, and I just I thought it was so good. He listed the teams that he thought were surprise schools in each classification. You may or may not agree, but he lists James Clemens as a surprise 7A school. I kind of agree with that. I think James Clemens has always been hanging around ever since their existence, but this year they seem to have put it all together as they are undefeated so far. In Class 6A, Helena. I think that's another great pick. The Huskies have never been 7-0 and on a year, and they've climbed there. They've ranked up in the state um, you know, polls. I think that's another good one as well. Class 5A, a team we talked about, Alexandria. Uh, in Class 4A, Viger. And that's interesting because Viger at one time was discussed a week or so ago in a piece by Josh Bean that said, were they the 88 Viger team or is Thompson the greatest high school team in Alabama of all time? Here's Viger doing it again this year. Montgomery Catholic in 3A. Uh, Ayrton in 2A and Wadley down in 1A. So that's a good piece. You might want to look it up. Ben Thomas always does a great job. Yeah, I don't disagree with most of those picks. James Clemens is a team that – a lot of times is a top team up there in that region, uh, in, in 7A Region 4. Uh, Bob Jones has been a little impressive this season. They kind of fell off and are trying to make a comeback. They're the second seed out of that region right now. So really both those teams out of Madison have been good. Helena, I agree with in 6A. Hartzell, they're actually the number two team in the state right now behind Clay Chalkville. They're 8-0. They, they beat Muscle Shoals pretty good this past week. Hartzell's kind of come out of nowhere to be a really solid team. Um, and then, you know, a lot of these – you know, Viger, they dropped from 5A to 4A, and they're doing really good in 4A. No real shock. Montgomery Catholic, they dropped from 4A to 3A, and they're doing really good in 3A. Right. No shock. But the thing is, you know, can Viger compete with ACA and Madison Academy and these teams that are always there? Can, um, you know, Montgomery Catholic compete with Fife, the, the winningest team right now in the state? I don't That's who they're so. behind right now is Fife, and I don't know yeah. that they can either. You know, Fife has got the national record on longest win streak. They're at 51 or 52 this week, so that's, that tells you how good they are. Ayrton and 2A, they have a team like Lynette and Mars Hill who are always good right ahead of them. Um, so, you know, Wadley, they're behind teams like Maplesville, Sweetwater, Brantley, who are always there as well. So I will be interested to see how those teams, they're impressive, but how do they ultimately compete? Helena, they're undefeated. I don't think there's a, a chance they even get past the, the, the final eight teams just because of who they're going to have to potentially play when it comes to the playoffs. But we'll see how these teams fare when it comes to the playoffs. If you want to see where they fall, and Helena, their team's already written in pen in their seed because they did win their region championship. You can go to alepreps.com and you can check out the brackets there. And um, you'll have all the bracketology updated as we go. And I have everything updated 1A through 7A, every single classification there. And as teams lock themselves in, I'll let you know when they're locked in and who they're playing, who they have to travel to. I know parents want to know. I know a band wants to know. I know the cheerleader wants to know. The players want to know. The coaches want to know. I have coaches contact me all the time. Hey, who are we playing? You know, who do we have to play if we win this game? Who do we have to play if we lose? Uh, everybody wants to know. That's why I do it. So everybody can kind of check that out and see where the teams fall. So alpreps.com is where you can catch that. Next round live is where you can catch our podcast as well. And I, I'm John Lusser for Jerry Young. This has been Next Round Preps. Next Round Preps.